0: Learn how to build your faith in God's word and live a life of hundred percent victory, hundred percent of the time, as you listen to the senior pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Kunkwa, and expect God's word to work for you. Take your seat. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. I can't hear you. Praise the Lord, somebody. Okay, we've been talking about no dry season. And by the way, if you have been missing the Tuesday services, you have been missing. You don't want to miss it. On Tuesdays, we're talking about the favor factor. You don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss it. We're talking about how favor is important. There are thousands of people, even millions of people, doing what you do. Why should they pick you? It's the favor of God. Are you here, somebody? Favor. So you don't want to miss that. We've been doing that every Tuesday this month. So, but this Sunday will continue with no dry season. And the concept of this message is simply trying to tell us that when you are plugged into God, you can actually live a life where there's no dry season. This means you are bearing fruit in every season of your life. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? Psalm 1 shows us that. He said, Blessed is the man that walks not in the castle of the ungodly, nor sit in the seat of the sinful, or stand in the way of scorners, and all that. He says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in it it doeth him at day and night. He said, and it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bears fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Just saying that it's possible to actually bear fruit in every season of your life. Alright, whether it's season to get admission, season to get married, season to have children, season to have property, season to have cars, season to get promotion, I decree you will bear fruit in every season. Yes. I said you will bear fruit in every season. Yes. It's possible. And that's what God is trying to tell us. It's possible to bear fruit in every season of your life. That we're saying that no dry season. That means in spite of what the economic season is, in spite of what the national season is, in spite of what the inflation season is, you, being plugged into God, can bear fruit in every season. That's what they're saying. And we said, for you to bear fruit in every season, it means you also have to plant seed in every season. Fruits come from seed. It's very simple. Every time you want to see fruit... You have to plant what? Seed. And the first seed we established last week that you must plant is the seed of the word of God. The seed of what? The word of God. Luke 8, 11, Jesus Christ said, the parable is this. The seed is what? The word of God. That's the first seed you must plant. The reason why it is the first seed you must plant is because dryness and scarcity is first a thing of the mind and the heart. It's first a thing of the mind and what? The heart. That's why you must first uproot poverty from within. Poverty is not about what's happening outside. There are poor people in every rich country and there are rich people in every poor country. So the first thing you must deal with are the things going on inside you. That's why you plant the seed of the word of God. We dealt with a lot of things. We listed them. There are so many. We talked about things like fear. Fear is one of the worst ones. Fear that we don't have. It's fear that leads to, to greed. It's fear that leads to stealing. Why do people steal? They simply believe they won't see another one. That's why they want to take the one that belongs to another person. It's fear. It's greed is motivated by fear. Fear that I will not have. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's fear. And it's so sad. Many people have fear. Even people that are in top government positions, it's still fear. That's why they will keep stealing and say, They're afraid that ah, if I leave this position, I won't have fear. a large number of young people today in our country are into all kinds of things for money. Most young men, not most, a lot of young men are into fraud today. A lot of them. The number is alarming. The number is what? Alarming. It's it's scary. The average young boy, you see, (laughs) is into fraud. And the average young girl in our community today He's into runs. Mm. And if you're here, you don't know what runs is. is I'm, I'm talking about marathon. You're running for the Olympics. Since you are not part of this world. <laughs> <laughs> the average young guy is into fraud. The average young girl is into runs. The numbers are just too annoying now. You see a guy, flashy car, flashy flat, you can't trace his business fine girl no pimples no work too but she has cash, she has flat, she has expensive clothes expensive makeup organic cream no organic work <laughs> and you see those things um, look ordinary but you need to know that the foundation you are laying can have a good ending the Bible says, Wealth gotten by vanity shall diminish. It says, But he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Wealth gotten by vanity shall diminish. Guys, that foundation is not a good foundation. You can never hear the world richest man be a froster. Forbes 100, there's no fraudster there. That line is a doomed line. That wealth is never preserved. The beginning can look exciting, the end is never sweet. Are you here, somebody? Wealth gotten by vanity because you're sleeping with someone. You're building a foundation. I mean, I mean, and these people are going to have children. So you need to understand, it's a whole lineage of stress that they're building. That foundation can't hold. So watch out, watch out, guys. I know things are, look economically tough, but this is why we're doing what we're doing. You need to change how you're thinking and how you're seeing life. The challenges of the community is not the reason why you should go into a lifestyle like that. So be careful of fear. Be careful of entitlement. A lot of poor people believe rich people owe them. Somebody wrote in my comment section that if all the rich people in churches can give job to all the poor people. <laughs> what if all the poor people can give service to all the rich people? Stop thinking like somebody owes you. Nobody wakes up in the morning thinking about how you make your life better. Is you giving service that will make your life better. Are you here, somebody? It takes selfishness to be broke. You are thinking of yourself. Thinking they owe you. Nobody setting a business and say, what's the vision of the business? To create a job for John Doe. The reason I'm starting this whole business is to make sure Bukola has work. No, nobody starts a business like that. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So entitlement mentality, young people have that a lot. So, It is about value. And that takes me to what we're going to major on today. Value. Value. The next seed you must plant is the seed of value. If you desire no dry season, then you must plant value continuously. You must plant value what? Continuously. The way God answers the prayer of money is by giving you creativity or giving you opportunity. God doesn't throw cash. God has no naira in heaven. Neither does he have dollars. If he had dollars in heaven, it would be counterfeit. Because it wouldn't be CBN printed. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? God has no naira. However, what God does have, he can give you creativity or he can give you opportunity. Unfortunately, many people, when they are praying for money, they are not thinking about creativity. They are looking for opportunity. They don't say, oh God, do it. They are sending God around. God, do it. Don't try me, oh. <laughs> they even add threats to it. Don't try oh! If I don't see how we eat this week, I'll go back to my resto. I'll go back to my sugar daddy. You are not ready, sir. You are not ready, sir. God doesn't have money to give you. What he does have is to give you creative opportunity. So you must be willing to offer value. You must bring value to the table. If you don't want dry season, then create a system of giving value. The Bible says, in all labor, there is profit. Proverbs 14, 23. In all labor, there is what? Profit. What this means is that you can make anything profitable. You can turn anything into profit. You can turn anything into what? Profit. If you just do it well. You can turn anything into profit. You can turn anything into profit. You can turn anything. In all labor, there is profit. Profit. In all labor, there is profit. <laughs> it says, but the talk of the lips, that's only empty talk, tended toward penury. You just keep talking. That if I just pick one million dollars now. <laughs> I like when broke people talk sometimes. See, if I just go for a road now, just speak. Or if I just see one man, we could just pay all my bills. These are the things people are talking. Just see one man, we could just pay all my bills, take me abroad. Rent flat for me. <laughs> so the talk of the lips leads only to what? I've told ladies over and over again. Don't sit down and be saying uh, uh, I want to marry a rich man. I can't marry somebody that doesn't have money. Why are you delegating your wealth to another person? You, you forbid to have money. You forbid them. I can't marry a man except he's rich. What do you mean? you are delegating your whole wealth to somebody else. You are assuming he will be cooperative with you. You are assuming that way. You don't understand. When you say you got money, you are just telling yourself. You are hoping that this man too will be willing to share his money. <laughs> then you, are not, you are not very current. <laughs> if you are very current, you realize that some of these men, after a while, they will not share their money. see, whenever I teach, some, teach you some things, I'm, I don't just sit down and eat a and be talking. That's not how it works. I cancel thousands of people every year, thousands every year, both physically and um, online and chatting, and thousands every year at least, I'm sure. And I've seen these trends. Once you come with that mindset of, I must be rich. If they acquire you like furniture, they will treat you like furniture. That power you want to use to marry rich man, just be rich. Your prayer should be, I, I want to be rich If I marry. Not that I must. <laughs> You'll be amazed. Do you know how many marriages I've had to do where the man just stand up, carry his bag and go? I want to marry a rich man. So how do you survive if he lives? Some say they won't live. But the way you to say you can marry a rich man, the way he acquire you is also acquiring different branches. <laughs> you will complain. You want to complain. They will say if you are tired. You are you are your so you sit gentle, you sit gentle this, this 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 was happening on the island here. I can't say thousands, so i'm not just I don't wake up and cook things and tell you if you're a young girl here, make your own money, sir <laughs> <laughs> they will tr- they will treat you like furniture now that you're shaking him yes he's spending for you, but that love doesn't remain like that as time goes on, it's value that keeps a marriage. Not organic cream. I've seen rich people argue, it's very beautiful. I don't like what I do, I don't like what I don't like I'm going to sleep in the next room. I'm going to sleep in the guest room. That's how I work, or we we both own the house. But when it's poor and rich, when the argument is level, we say, you will leave my house today. End of discussion. You will leave my house today. Because your furniture here, sir. Better be careful. They are quiet like you say You don't have a girlfriend. That's who? What's your contribution? To tell me such advice. This is all these people you are admiring. Go and find out. I'm the counselor now. They won't come to you. They come to me. I'm the one telling you now what's going on. It's threats. If you are tired. I can't have 30 girlfriends. Why? If you are tired. Drop the khaki And leave. So are you sure you want to marry a rich man or you want to be rich? Think it's better you are rich. That's a better prayer. The time you are using to pray to marry a rich man, just pray to be rich. You see? I said That's why the first Sunday we dealt with mentalities, mindsets. Poverty is inside first. do no, Don't forget Nigeria. Nigeria is not your problem. Poverty is first inside. You're thinking. You're thinking. I preached for for long, I told you, she's the second richest black woman alive. Second richest black woman alive. the whole world, sir. Not in Africa, the whole world. Imagine that whole business would have gone if she was like the young girls I see everywhere today. She would forfeit that whole thing because she wants to follow one man. Hoping that the man will share You are hoping he will share. (laughs) Many don't share Okay. Continue. So value. If you want to enjoy no dry season, also be able to plant value regularly. That's the key. And you know what the thing about value? There's no limit to value. That's the beauty of value. The beauty of value is that there's nobody monitoring it. Nobody limiting it. You can create value from anything. You somebody get what I'm saying? You can create value from what? Anything if you are serious. In all labor, there's profit. Nobody has a right to tell you what's important, what's not important. Those days have passed. When it's only uh, mathematics, engineering, and medicine. Uh, be a doctor, be a lawyer, be an engineer, finish. Those days have long gone. The real guys controlling the economy now, they have no link to what they study in school. They come out and look for where there are gaps. And there are always gaps. There are always areas to add value. This is what I'm saying. If you can use your mind well, you will see the opportunities. There are always opportunities. Nobody can solve value. I saw, I saw, I saw on Instagram or oh, CS, yes, I think it's Instagram, one guy that catches lizard with his bare hands. I don't know if some of you have seen that video. The guy would just use something and they maybe tie a cockroach or something to the rope and draw the thing. The lizard will follow the thing. He would just catch a up, bam, with his hand. <laughs> but I saw him looking poor and hungry, like he didn't have money. I said, You see, somebody said this is not valuable, boy. If, if this guy were living in Australia, this catching lizard with hand, by now he'll be on National Geographic. He'll be any money for it. I said this is John. I'm gonna catch three lizards now. You see, camera. Just watch as I'm gonna catch it. In fact, I'll even be doing no hand, no, no look catch. <laughs> I'll be looking left now and I'll catch it here. Go and watch Jesse. They have all this kind of nonsense program. That I don't know what they're doing. Somebody following ants. Say, this are 13 ants now. There are 13 species of ants. Somebody dedicated his life to videoing ants. And he has people watching it. Ant. There are 13 species. And they will follow the ant from when they, had, they born the ant, to when the ants marry, to when the ant born in Yombekin. They will show you that they made the money. You see, there's no value. They, there's no limit to value. Just because you don't find it valuable, doesn't mean somebody will not pay for it. That's it. So You need to understand this. We now live in a world where there's no limit to value. All these boys that were playing, is doing skits on Instagram, we thought they were playing. They're all cashing out from skit. Just mm, skit play. You think it's late. Go and find that They're all doing. They're working. It's only the watchers that are wasting. The people acting it are in business. <laughs> That's why I say you can't be watching skits morning tonight. night. Morning to night, you just watch skits. That's all you do for a living. You think those people are playing. They, all those guys are in high demand for movies. They are high divide for endorsements. They are the ones they're advertising people's products. They're influencers. They are being paid. Somebody get what I'm saying? We have passed the stage of limitation. Their value can be in anything now. Yesterday I had a serious family meeting with my wife because uh, I was having a meeting with my media people, our um, media social media team, and all that, and we were checking some of the big uh, high earners on YouTube. Do you know the highest earner on YouTube? is a nine-year-old, eight-year-old boy, or nine-year-old boy. Highest earner. <laughs> he earns $29.5 million a year as of last year. Not a lifetime, one year. $29.5 million. Nobody's asking what he does. <laughs> you better ask me what he's doing. You know what he does? He just plays with toys and they video it. Playing with toys. He'll be talking, John, are you going? John is coming. 29.5 million dollars. Not Naira, sir. I know some of you still think it's Naira. That's why you're looking calm. Dollars. <laughs> dollars, sir. This is what there are 30 or 100 people rented a warehouse, working hard, carrying block, carrying everything, and the whole company of these 300 men entering traffic in Lagos, to burning at night, carrying block, carrying pong pong, burning gen, often gen. You have projects supervisor, have a, a store clerk, have all these hundred people are not earning twenty nine dollar. And this boy at home, under nine, under nine years old, is earning twenty nine point five million dollars one year. We check the year before to so end about twenty million. We check the year before to so about twenty million. So every year is earning about twenty million every year. I told my wife, serious family meeting, David is starting his YouTube channel tomorrow. (laughs) I told my wife, serious family meeting, David is starting. Let him go and brush his teeth and get ready. (laughs) We will start videoing now. (laughs) (laughs) Is somebody get what I'm saying? David, my son, that is six years old. You start. It's not too early. Start young. Is somebody get what I'm saying? There's a hundred-man warehouse office going on now that can't earn $1 million a year, sir. With heavy work, everybody's dying there. Everybody's stressed. Traffic morning, traffic night. On generator, buy diesel. Dodge local government. Dodge everybody. Different thing. Everybody's asking you. Different problem. And the whole company is not bringing $1 million a year. So you're telling me these guys carrying block are more value than the boy? I went somewhere in the UK. They, they had a lounge for cats. Cat. Cat. You know, cat meow. <laughs> it's a lounge. They sell coffee there. They, they, they have cats all over the lounge. So, if you, are, if you are bored or tired or frustrated, you come there, you pay money, they give you coffee, and cats will not be playing around you. You'll be touching cats. Not that they told me, oh, I saw it, I know me, I will go inside. It just, you pay me, I didn't video it. I will go inside. I went to ask them, excuse me. I saw the sign, answer, but I did I say it can't be what I'm saying. I said, please, what are you doing here? And the girl was serious, giving me to say, "Okay, well, so if you hear you're tired, you just stress, you know, you just come and sit down. The cat, I was holding laughter. <laughs> cat <laughs> that we are chasing about here. People are paying, sir, to go and sit with cats. They are paying money. And they rented store. If, so if they are not paying, they won't rent the store. They rented store, corner store. So if they were not making money, they would won't be out. They're part of business." So, don't tell me you do. Yeah, the Nigeria is tough. That's why you don't have money. No, you don't have money because you're not looking at the things that are valuable around you. When that woman was broke and met the prophet, the prophet said, what do you have in your house? God can multiply nothing. Zero, one billion times zero is what? Zero. But if you have one, if I multiply it by the grace of God, it will turn to something. So, God will always ask, what do you have? He said, I don't have anything. Then you will continue to have anything. That woman said, but I just have a small of oil. They said, that's all we need. When the grace of God comes upon it to multiply. Because God blesses the work of your hands. Are you here, somebody? So don't let anybody tell you what value is and what value is not. Anything can be valuable. If you package it well. We live in a world of unlimited possibilities. So find that value. You must sow seed of value. And every human being has multiple channels. Multiple areas of usefulness. If they can find it, it's all in the mind. If your mind can be renewed enough to find it and try it. Try many of those things that are in your mind. You don't know which one will work and which one will not work. That's, that's what they said in the book of Ecclesiastes. That plant in the morning, plant in the evening. You don't know which one will bring forth. If you want to enjoy no dry season continuously, then also plant seed of value consistently. Hallelujah. Like I said last week, yes, COVID ended some people's jobs. But COVID also brought new jobs. So don't sit down and be complaining of your your bank job or whatever job you have that has ended or whatever job you have that is no more paying you enough to run your bills. Look well. What value can I bring? And a few tips you must add to bringing that value. Number one, make sure what you are doing is your soul is in it. Let it be mindful. Many people are walking and their heart and soul is not in the job. You can tell that they are very, it's a very mindless thing. They just go every day like zombies. Just go, sit down in traffic, go, come back, sit down, go. It's just motionless, heartless, soulless. Put some passion in what you're doing. Let your mind be there. There's something about being connected with what you're doing. Do it well. it If you're going to grow in it, you must do it well. The Bible says, whatever your hand, find it to do. Say, said, do it with your might. That's what the Bible says. Whatsoever thy hand find. It. it might be a small job. It might be a job you think is beneath you, but give it your best. Do it with all your might. For there is no work or device or knowledge in the place you are going. This is all you have. Give it your best shot. I hate when I see people that are serving somewhere and it's very mindless. They are restaurant attendants, but their heart is not there. They can't even concentrate and take an order. Statistically, they found out that if you just repeat the order... To the person that if you're a restaurant attendant, a steward, you're repeating the order to the person increases the chances of getting tips. So just simply saying, oh, so let me be sure. So you want coke with ice? You want rice, but fried rice with this? Just repeating that order. That's just, what they mean is that being connected and being there with the person you are serving increases the chances of them giving you something extra. I'm not talking about eye service. Nigeria, the one we know is eye service. Some of those guys over greet you. Hey, boy, I'm got to, sir. Your boys are low here. We are here. Go cool down. I just want to go to I'm not even eating. I'm just eating. I want to unite in this restaurant. I'm not even eating there. But they, they don't greet you, don't harass you with greet. I'm not talking about eye service. I mean genuinely being putting your heart in what you do. Whatever that job is, give it such you know, great commitment that everybody will know you were there. All right? Next one diligence. Diligence. There's no free work. People think. People think uh, money, is easy. And, and that's what I'm saying. The problems are first internal. When you are lazy and greedy, you just want to put in small work and get big money. That's not how life works. That's not what God promises. These are the, these are the large number of people we have in churches. They believe that, oh, God will just dash, me, just dash me money. That's not how it works, guys. You two will work hard. Diligence always pays. Go the extra mile. Go the extra mile. As at Friday, I was still shooting, I was still doing an um, um, online program for a church in Canada. At 3 a.m. I was awake Friday, 3 a.m. The program ended around 5 something a.m. When everybody was sleeping, I was walking. So when you see me with something, I say, oh, these people are enjoying. Come and enjoy. <laughs> you forbid enjoyment. That's how I walk. And that Friday, earlier in the day, I had short videos also for YouTube and for other things. So I walk. It's not a joke. Those guys doing skits. It, to you, it's a joke. To you, it's humor. To them, it's not a joke. It is work. Are you here, somebody? Diligence. You must be hardworking. Don't be tired. Don't be lazy. Next thing, you must be creative. Creativity is, is very important. It's one of the ways God blesses you. He gives you a unique way to do what you're doing. You're already doing it, but is there a way I can, you know, package it well or, or do something dynamic, be creative. It's one of the ways God blesses. Hallelujah! I've mentioned your soul must be there. You must be hardworking. Then you must be creative. That's the third one. Your soul must be there. I, I don't know. Can you? You know, you can usually tell when somebody cooks for money. When somebody cooks, because they like cooking. There's a large difference. Many of the people selling food are just interested in money, so they just pack time and curry and all this, just throw inside the rice, or rather they throw the rice inside the time and curry. You notice that no heart in this cooking. This person is just after you pay. But when somebody's cooking with the love for cooking, you can tell. When somebody's making hair with the love for making hair, not just money, money, money. When somebody's doing makeup with the love for it, so your heart must be there. It's very important if you're going to make it. Next one is having the right attitude. Attitude is key. People don't realize that. Attitude is something people pay for. Your attitude creates an atmosphere. In fact, somebody said your attitude determines your altitude. It creates an atmosphere around you. Don't be the person in the office that is always demoralizing, always have a down mood all the time. You see, really creative people need an atmosphere to be creative. They need that creative space. I tell my staff all the time, There are certain rules I have with people that work with me. Number one, I'm the laziest person on the team. You can't be lazier than me and work for me. Go and do your laziness somewhere else. (laughs) And by laziest person, I'm hardworking. I'm just trying to tell you, you can't be lazier than me and work for me. I can't pay you for laziness. I ain't going to do that. I need help. That's why I'm hiring you. Two lazy people can't work in the same place. So that's number one rule. Second rule is that you must keep the atmosphere right if you're going to work with me. Because I'm very inspirational. So, I need the answers to be right. Even if you're going to tell me, so, even if something bad happens, you must tell me in a good way. I get what I'm saying. There's a good way to even share a bad news. You know, what so I'm saying there was a hurricane, and in this community of 100 people, 10 people died. So, you can say, oh, there was a hurricane yesterday, and 10 people died in that city. No, you can say there was a hurricane yesterday, 90 people survived. God spared 90 people out of the 100, where 100 could have died. You see, that news is different. So, I tell them, even if somebody, you must tell me positively. So, we had this, our LDM Academy, where we train counselors, and the, the lady in charge. So, I asked her one week after. I'm just going to use random numbers because I can't remember the exact numbers now. So, I asked her like last week, the week before that, way, and she said, Oh, we have like 100 people um, registered. Then I asked her the next week or so. She said, We still have 100 people. But three people said they've paid. I'm yet to confirm payment. I said, That's not how to share that news. Next time, say, We have three new people that have paid. I'm just trying to confirm their payment. Not, we still have, when you say we still have like, nothing has changed since last week. No. Even if we don't have three new people, even if it was inquiries they made, start from there. The three people called us for in-depth, serious inquiries. And I'm talking to them now. So we are connecting people. That's what it starts. Don't say we are still at. Mm-mm. Don't kill the mood. Keep the mood up. Because one inspiration can change every business some videos that I have on YouTube that is making thousands of dollars, it was just an inspiration. So I I need to protect my inspiration. My creative space must be protected because that's where the money is coming from. Somebody's thinking, so this person is making money. Of course, I want to be like that boy. $29 million. My son is not starting his own tomorrow. We all start now. This Lagos traffic is even getting too much. So (laughs) Shoot video. You can give value. So attitude. Be the person in the office that... Everybody's happy to work with. Even when something, the day is tough, and don't be down. Keep your attitude up. Next one, I have to run now. Look for platforms, all right? If you are doing what you are doing, don't play with platforms. I don't know how people are in this world today and still don't know about Facebook, don't know about Instagram, don't know about all the YouTube, don't know about all these things. Don't play with platforms. What does a platform do? You see, I'm standing on a platform now. If I'm down here, some of you at the back won't see me well. But I'm standing here and you can see me completely. That's what a platform is. This is what a pla- so a platform means you are staying somewhere where you have more visibility. People can see you and you can see them. A platform is what Zacchaeus did. He was shot. Jesus was in his way. He ran ahead and went to climb on the tree. He couldn't compete with everybody on the ground because those ones were really taller than him. They already had position and advantage. He ran ahead and climbed the tree where he could see Jesus. And Jesus could see him. Don't play with platforms. Before the use of platforms... All I could do was reach people in my local environment. And you see, the thing about people in your local environment is that they say a prophet is not without one or except in his own house. It's very easy for people close to you not to value you. It happens a lot. But when you're in a global platform, people from all over the world can see you and value what you do. Look for platforms. Don't limit yourself to your immediate environment. Are you here, somebody? Look for platforms. that thing that you do. Put it out there. Put it out there. All right? And be diligent to check. For every customer you get, find out how you got that customer. Find out how you can increase that stream. All right? Look for platforms. Lastly, package. Learn to package what you do. (laughs) Package what you do. Package what you do. Package is in a way that, number one, it looks serious. Don't don't, don't say it's ordinary cooking. When you yourself are calling it ordinary cooking, then it can't go far. Don't say it's ordinary makeup. Don't say it's ordinary image consulting. It's not ordinary. It's special. Package it like that. let it look serious. Then package it in a way that is distributable, in a way that many people can benefit from it without you having to work. If you have to work every time you make money, you are never going to be wealthy. I'll say that again. If you have to work every time you make money, you can never be wealthy because what it means is that to have more money, you work more, and you are running out of time. How many hours do you have in a day? Is somebody know what I'm saying? If you start a new business, they're not going to give you extra time because you're starting a new business. Heaven will say, ah, o God wants to start a new business. So how much new hours should we give her to add to her 24 hours? No. If you start a new business, it means inside this already 24 hours. That is tight. You're going to borrow from. And if you get what I'm saying. And guess where you borrow it from? You either borrow it from spiritual, your spiritual development or you borrow it from family life. And those two things are also important. They, they just don't complain as much as your boss. Somebody gets what I'm saying. So that's why worldly people, they prosper and they lose their soul. They lose their salvation. They lose their family in the name of prosperity. So you must build your business in a way that is packaged. Um, I can serve more people, make more money without sl- spending more time. How can I package it that I can deliver this thing? Can I raise a team? Can I employ people? Can I train people? I told them in the first service on the mainland. Coca-Cola is great today because of this simple wisdom of packaging it. When they started Coca-Cola, they were selling it in drums. And you had to go to the chemist, the only chemist in the country, selling it. Everybody has to come. So if you are living in Sudiria and you want to drink Coke, and they are selling it here, you enter transport. Come here and buy it in cup, buy your Coke in cup. Before you reach home, you are thirsty again. That's how they were selling Coke. So they were making some money. They were making waves, but they were not making that much money. But they thought they were doing Okay. Until somebody came and said, I want to give you one advice that will blow up this business. But on the condition that you sell some part of the partnership or the shares to me. And when they agreed on the terms, I think it was 1% they agreed. That will give you 1% of the income. The guy said, the idea is two words. Bottle it. Two words. That's all. That's the business advice. Bottle it. And hasn't it changed the whole company now? The fact that they bottle coke and ship it everywhere, they have it everywhere. You can buy next door now. You don't have to travel to go and drink coke. You can buy because it's in a bottle. So package what you do, find a way. See, and let me just end by saying this. Why people struggle is because they can't see. Just because you can't see any value around your life, you are you are now saying there's no value. Mm -mm. Change your belief, change your talking. There is value. You might not have seen it yet. But stop saying, But what can I do? Now there's nothing I can do. Stop talking like that. Just because you don't know what to do yet doesn't mean there's nothing you can do. There are two different information. Am I correct? Saying there's nothing you can do means you have checked all the options, but you have not checked all the possible options. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying, somebody. Just say, oh, I don't know what to do for now. That's true. Not that there's nothing you can do. A lot of the things that are channels of income today, the people didn't know at the time that those were channels of income. Are you here, somebody? Thank you, Jesus. A cat can be more valuable than you. If cat has business. I'm serious. I just thought about it. That cat has work. But the human being is going up and saying, there's nothing I can add. Cat knows that if you just rub my back, you'll feel good. Try it. Yeah, just rub me. You know you'll be happy. He, he believes it. Then you think, if the, if, if the almighty God put value in cats, why do you think you don't have value? Why do you think you must sleep with a man? That's the only value you have. You don't have to lose your soul. You don't have to lose your soul to get ordinary money. You are already loaded with value. And I pray for you that you will find that value in the name of Jesus. Whatever value God has put in you, you will find it in the name of Jesus. You will see those multiple streams of income and you will start to earn from them in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, he that to the slack hand shall be poor say he become a poor that delays with a slack hand he 's slack he 's lazy, he just deals casually with the gift God gives him. I pray that you will take the gift you have seriously. I say you will take the gift you have seriously in the name of Jesus. Can we rise to our feet this morning? Thank you Jesus thank you jesus let 's start by just talking to God so that we can we can even find what we have, Lord. Open my eyes to the multiple channels, the opportunities around me. That's how God blesses creativity and opportunity. That's it. That's what he can do for you. He said, I will open the windows of heaven. That's windows of opportunity. That's it. That's it. Lord, help me see those things that are around me. Just like that with the woman. They asked her, What do you have in your house? <laughs> Lord, what do I have in my house? Show me what I have in my house. Come on, pray this morning. What do you have in your house? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come and pray this morning. Some of you, you have potentials to, to enjoy wealth in billions. God will open your eyes today to see it. Lord, show me the multiple streams of income, the opportunities that are around me. The opportunities around me. It might be opportunities in in real estate. It might be opportunities in relationships. Opportunities in the ideas. The skills. The gaps. The gaps available in your industry. The gaps available. There are always gaps that somebody can fill. It might be the gaps in your company. The gaps in your industry. The gaps in the place where you work for you to supply something. Begin to pray that God will bless the work of your hands. Whatever it is that you do, God's favor will come upon it. God's blessing will come upon it. Your own will be special. They will choose you. They will pick you. They will favor you. Oh Lord, I decree that my my craft is blessed, my gift is blessed, my skill is blessed, my career is blessed. Mande bo saga dahaya. You will bless the work of my hands. Whatever I do shall prosper. Maha saga deria baso tabarada zibala dasa. Oh man, de 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 yala ba. Zipala Gazada Lamando sada Shitalia Garada Oh yes Lord You will bless the thing that I do Thank you Lord You will make room for me You will make room for me in the name of Jesus Thank you Father Lord I bless everyone that is sound of my voice who will begin to see the value that we carry we will begin to see the value you have put in us we will begin to see the people that we place value on what we have you will connect us with those people and you will give us favor upon the work of our hands you will bless that which we do in the name of Jesus, Lord thank you for unusual creativity, thank you for the unusual opportunities we receive them tonight in the name of Jesus, thank you because no one under the sound of my voice will be broke anymore anyone entangled in a source of wealth that is ungodly, Lord, today I release strength for them. I release strength for them to turn around. In the name of Jesus, thank you. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 80 777 144 or 080-777-144-12. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristincentre.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.